My name is Jeffrey Sidoris, and this is Iteration 57. Earlier this week, Adrian and I watched the first episode of the new season of Abstract on Netflix. For those of you who haven't seen it, Abstract is a fantastic show about art and design. It follows roughly the same format as Chef's Table, which is also an excellent show, where each episode profiles a specific artist or designer. Last season included Tinker Hatfield, Paula Scher, and Platon, among others. And this season starts out with someone who I've never heard of by name, though I have seen his work. Olafur Eliasson is an artist and architect whose large-scale works are focused and really dependent on the user or viewer's experience of them. Many of his works center around light, specifically the effect and manipulation of light. For example, one of his earlier pieces is called Beauty, and it was his attempt to create a rainbow by lighting a waterfall of very fine mist. The effect was such that no two people experienced exactly the same rainbow, since the color and intensity are based entirely on your viewing angle relative to the mist. This is a space totally dependent on you being there, Olafur says. When you leave the exhibition and there's no one in the room, there's also no art. Now, this idea is really core to Olafur's art, the why of his art. Each piece he makes is a sort of challenge. As he puts it, do I trust my own eyes and my own capacity to engage in the world? His work is completely dependent on the spectator. It's a collaboration, maybe even a conversation between him as the artist and us as the viewer. Even his episode of Abstract is a collaboration. It begins with Olafur breaking the fourth wall and speaking directly to the camera, to us, as he presents the conditions of our collaboration. The episode was hugely inspiring and sparked a terrific conversation with Adrian around art and making and singular versus collaborative experiences. And it really got me thinking about why I do what I do, creatively speaking. It's something I think about quite a bit anyway, but hearing and seeing how Olafur talks about his art really struck a nerve around asking a deeper why. Why do I record conversations? Why do I paint? Why do I take photographs? While I sometimes wrestle with which direction to go in with my creative work, it's rarely from a lack of ideas. But when I look at the why, the short answer, at least when it comes to my painting and photography, is that it has little and maybe even nothing to do with an audience, not directly. If I'm being completely honest, it's all about process. And as much as I fall victim to the hamster wheel of stressing over likes and followers and monetization, the truth is I love the act, the practice, as my friend Alex says, of making. I love feeling my hands in motion, getting covered in paint. And I love solving or at least attempting to solve problems of composition and color and texture and space. I've mentioned before that if Adrian comes home and sees me covered in paint, she knows I've had a good day. When I first started painting again in 2008 after not painting for the better part of 20 years, I wasn't thinking at all about an audience. I was simply trying to come up with a process that would allow me to fuse analog and digital making and a new body of work emerged out of those experiments. As far as narrative or voice goes, I've always loved the idea of art as propaganda and have long been a fan of the work of Shepard Fairey. So landing on that type of subject matter felt and still feels very natural, not to mention more relevant than ever. If I cared, and I mean really cared about getting my work out there in front of an audience, 
I'd probably put more energy into making more of it, and I wouldn't have a dozen of my own paintings hanging up in my house. The same goes for taking photographs. And yes, I said taking photographs. I know there are photographers out there who are deeply offended by that, insisting that they make photographs. Don't get me wrong, if that's how you see your relationship to your work, rock on. But to me, Gregory Crudson makes photographs. Julia Fullerton Batten makes photographs. Until I'm designing and building sets and placing lights and posing my subjects just so, I'm fine with just taking photographs. I see great light or an interesting composition, and I take that little scene, that piece of a moment for myself. And I don't mind if you call it a picture or a capture or a shot, because the truth is, it's not for you. It may be in the future, but not now. The conversations I record are a different story. While I have the conversations for me and I approach people that I find interesting and would like to learn more about, the choice to record those conversations is explicitly to share with an audience in the hope that the work, the process, the person will move or inspire others the way they inspire me. There's value in both of these pieces, in having the conversation and doing the research about the people I talk to, but also in being able to share those conversations. I'm not unlike Olafur in that way, in that I am the immediate audience But I'm also soliciting and eliciting conversations, co-creating them on behalf of an intended and hopefully similarly curious audience. So in that, my why is about connection, and not just a one-on-one connection to a subject, but through the recorded and shared conversations, a connection to those of you who listen. I've always felt the need to express my creativity in some way, but the how or the with what has been all over the map. And to be fair, I think that's helped tremendously in terms of who I'm able to talk to and what I'm able to talk about. I feel like my painting is and will likely always be a work in progress. I know many people for whom their particular form of creative expression is a calling, for lack of a better word. It's something that they just have to do, and on many levels, I'm envious of their, I don't know, I guess certainty. But that's never been me. However, I do find the need to connect as a calling. I feel compelled to have conversations, which is arguably outside the realm of what we would typically call creativity. I think it's creativity by osmosis in that learning about the creativity of others, my own creative process is informed and altered. To bring this back full circle and to the initial inspiration for this iteration, I think the words of Olafur ring absolutely true. And while he was referring to his studio, I think they apply just as much to the whole process of making and of expressing ourselves. It's not rational, he said. It's not pragmatic. It's about making art. Subscribe to Iterations in your favorite podcast app, or you can get everything I produce, every iteration, every in-between, and every process-driven, along with special one-off conversations, all in one feed by subscribing to Jeffrey Sidoris' Everything. Connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at Jeffrey Sidoris, that's J-E-F-F-E-R-Y-S-A-D-D-O-R-I-S, or on my website at jeffreysidoris.com. If you'd like to share some feedback or let me know what you're working on, email me at talkback at jeffreysidoris.com. I'd love to hear from you. You can support the shows by leaving a review or a rating on iTunes, sharing them on social media, or by tapping the green donate button in the top right corner of my site. I'll be back next week with another show, and I hope you'll join me. Until then, thank you very much for your time. I appreciate you being here, and I'll talk to you on the next one.